0: Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Jean Andres for her 28th interview in her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Jean. Hey, Cassie. Thanks for having me. I cannot believe this is 28. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. And we're... Um, We're going to celebrate. It'll be, it's almost exactly five years since you took the workshop, which is so fun on so many levels. And we're going to do a big episode on that and kind of go back over all that. But how does it feel to be almost five years out from that?
1: It's really amazing. It's, Obviously, anybody is going to grow and change in five years. At least we hope so. We (laughs) hope so. (laughs) (laughs) But to make the deliberate steps in growing and changing that I have in the past five years, even when I've stepped back from that, even when it hasn't been perfect, it's been a real experience of becoming the person that I want to be.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the person I know I can be. And the person who takes deliberate action in the world. Amazing. I love it.
0: Well, let's talk about the manifested total that we're celebrating today.
1: Okay, this is the less than one year, year total, because I'm I tend to be really bad at habits like writing everything down. Well, that, so. I feel like that's used to, right? Because yeah. for the last since April 1st of 2020, I've you have been, been pretty- damn good about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is the total since. April 1st of 2020, remembering that it's been a COVID year, and nobody's been doing much business, and I have actually retreated from doing a whole lot of business, so my total for the year is a paltry $222,617.12. Yay! Actually, $0.13, because I found another penny. (laughs) Amazing! How does that feel? That feels incredible. I mean... Because when when I started this year, um, or when COVID really sort of took off and took over everybody's life, um, which for me was March 16th, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually start the spreadsheet until April 1st. I, there was a part of me and my husband was having to work. He was having to go into people's houses. He still does. And so, COVID became a, oh, my God, what's going to happen with this thing? And so, at the beginning of it, I said, I want him out of this. I don't want him to have to do it. And we are roughly 27 days from his actual retirement date at this point. Yay! And he's only doing that as a favor to his the the boss in the job he's retiring from. Um, would have been out this week.
0: (laughs) Yes. Ah, so many things to talk about here. Um, First, I want to highlight the energy a couple of things you started counting again at that time because it felt good i said let's go back to the beginning and and do this again which everybody now does they go through manifest 10k a second time and i said let's come with the person that you are and really put this focus in this energy of who you've become in the last four years in and go through it new really because that's what it is yeah and we started from the very beginning Yes, which is awesome. So I love that. I love when I heard you say, and we're going to talk about this because, you know, some people have heard your past interview where it's like, I know my husband's retiring this. I want him to retire. I could hear the difference in the way you said it. You know, COVID's here. I want him to retire. Then five years ago when it was like, I, it, it was almost like you took on all the energy of I have to make it happen that he can retire. Yeah, Versus what I just heard was like I want that, and I and it feels like what I see is this. I can literally see you in that moment. Like I want that, and letting it go and being a want, and not having in that moment of okay, this is the time I want him out, going into action about it.
1: Yeah, and I did nothing. I mean, uh, honestly, like you said, I I pretty much have taken the last year off. I've done, I've done a lot of. Um, thinking and a lot of research and a lot of writing and a lot of creating (laughs) creating stuff but I haven't been killing myself to get clients or killing myself to make money off of it or monetize it in any way I've pretty much been kind of how do I want my retirement since I knew his was coming I it was sort of like How do I want to be semi-retired? And Mm -hmm. that's the way I'm looking at it is I am at present (laughs) semi-retired.
0: Yes. I love it. Well, and I want to highlight, you listed all of those things that you've been doing. And I think the core of that is that you've been being who you want to be. Yeah. Right? Versus when you say thinking, even in this terms, I see it and I want you to say more about it. Thinking is like almost daydreaming about what you want versus how to make it happen, which is how you would have thought about it five years ago. Yeah.
1: So for me, it's been kind of a re reassessing what I love Mm -hmm. about working with women around menopause and changing their perceptions and, whether or not it's a making sure that what I'm doing is fun and what I love, and actually I've kind of come to a decision that I'm going to put another little piece of what I love into the world, and it's totally unrelated to menopause. But it's it's exciting for me because it allows me to do something that goes back to who I was before, Mm -hmm. before I was the menopause guru, and say, okay, that's out that needs to be out in the world too. So I'm I'm super excited about looking at all of this stuff and saying, how do I, how do I be in the world? How do I express all of this stuff? How do I help women make this change? And what's my role in that? What's my Mm -hmm approach to that and it's kind of changing it's it's really becoming a whole different thing for me
0: yay (laughs) i love it um and i and we can talk about this here and we'll probably talk about it in depth in another interview but we were talking before this interview started that i get that on such a level because for so when you came to me you started five years ago doing what i love and having to make money were so intertwined that now that you've you know been able to manifest money while while stepping back and enjoying has really allowed those two things to be untangled so you can do it you love and create and have money in your life and one doesn't have to force the other yeah Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which
0: is so exciting because that's, that is when uh, all of this is magic, right? It's where it's magic and it's science, but I love, you know, I think it was Einstein that said like, everything's a miracle or nothing is right. And he was a scientist. And so um, th- it, that's the real magic. Like when you get that under, tw- like, you know, I can create money and I can do what I love is starts to take off in a whole other way. So I'm super excited for the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so am I. <laughs> Yay. Oh, I love that. Is, that. is that normal? Like, have you been excited in the last five years? Like, tell Not me about always. that feeling.
1: So yeah. there are times I've been excited about it. Mm-hmm. And then there have been times when it's just been pushing to make it work, or pushing to to have it happen, and being scared of it all at once. Yes, um, being scared that if I got clients, I couldn't make it happen for them. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the things that's happened for me in the last two months is that I've gone back and and dealt with some health challenges. So I wound up hiring my own health coach. And what's really funny about it is she knows that she's not there for knowledge. She knows that I'm not going to. I might ask her a question here and Uh there. But she's she's there mostly to make me accountable for it, and she says she learns something from me every time we meet. So, I'm you know, it's helping me to understand that yes, I've got this base of knowledge mm-hmm. that um, that's just extraordinary. Yes, but feeling some days that I you know that I wasn't getting clients or. Um, I'd have people come in and they'd say, yeah, and then they'd they'd back out. And it was just a constant battle to keep my self-esteem going. Mm -hmm. So that's been tough. (laughs) That's been really tough. So knowing that um, I'm going to settle for my genius work. And my genius work is really more education yes. than it is coaching. And even though I can, I'm really all about now getting the, getting the knowledge out there. And I can do that a couple of ways. And I'm tired of people telling me, well, the fastest way to money is private coaching. And I'm ready to say... Who cares? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm ready to say the fastest way to my goal is to uh literally teach people. Yes, which is as, go ahead. I was going to say because my goal really has nothing to do with money. It's got to do with Million women need my help. They need to know what's going on. I love that. And I was going to say, once you can see
0: goal versus money, right? But it was so intertwined. It was other people telling you because I think you had, I know, (laughs) um, I saw you in other coaching arenas as well as the work here. It was I have to make money if I want to do this. I have to make this happen. I have to get my husband retired. I have to do this, right? And yeah. so it wasn't just that, it was that now you can see, okay, that's cool. I don't need I don't want that fast. I want the
1: fastest path to what I want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is exactly awesome. and that's and that's to write and that's to teach and to offer it for Peanuts, <laughs> I love it. Because people, women need this. They um, need to know. Yes.
0: Ah, I'm so happy, and there's so much excitement running through my veins right now. Um, I love it. All right, so we talked about which this you said this is the coolest piece of evidence, and it's happening. Which is Jesse is retiring, which is amazing. Exactly. <laughs> Because that, that was always, when we talk about money, that was, I feel like, one of the driving factors always to this has right. to be about money, is I have to retire,
1: I have to get him retired. Right? Right. Um, Jesse comes from a background where men don't retire. Mm. They die. Mm. And that's not what I wanted for him. Right. And it, he does a physical job, and he's he's got his own health issues, and it's just not. I did not want him living that way for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it would probably be a relatively short life, mm-hmm. and. So for a long time, it was this business is taking money. I'm spending money that I that I should be using for his retirement. I should be going back there would be those shoulds of going back to work as a database administrator for large companies, which I really didn't want to do. And but I knew if I did, he could just retire, and I would just be going to a job that physically wasn't demanding. Maybe mentally was, but would it would be okay for me to work till I was in my late my mid seventies, and he could walk away from that uh, physically demanding job that he has? So this was really exciting when I wound up. A few months ago, manifesting $185,000. Yes. <laughs> Had No clue was there.
0: <laughs> Which if you listen to Jean's 27th interview, um, in the course of the interview, she said, I probably won't get it exactly right, but I know Jesse's is going to retire and I don't have to figure out how I know it's coming. Because you'd really let go of all that so that you could actually see how things were happening. Right. And that it was possible you could let go. And you'd also had this realization that maybe you'd been pushing him to retire and he didn't actually want to retire yet, you know, and letting go of that and letting it be his. So after the interview where you said, I just know he's gonna retire, it's gonna happen. Then tell us about the one hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> was it that day? It, it, it was, was day. literally
0: it was... after you got off the interview because you got on the call I... at four o'clock or four <laughs> o'clock my time, and you said,
1: "Like we just finished the interview, and this is what happened." <laughs> yeah, I walked out to the air to the mailbox, and uh, i I got the the notice from my company that I worked for. Back when I was 30, from, from the time I was 30 to my early 40s. And I knew they, that they had had a defined benefit pension plan. And I also knew that I, they had been contributing to my 401k all along. So I figured the pension itself wasn't much. <laughs> Open the envelope. And it said $885.23. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't figure it was that much. And then it said per month. <laughs> and then it said, but if you want to take it in cash, we'll give you $185,000. <laughs> and you can invest it any way you like. So it just got rolled over into my 401k and I don't think I've told you this but I, I do a yearly uh, meeting with my portfolio. The I have a managed account mm-hmm. because I'm really lousy at watching that stuff and if it fluctuates too much it makes me nervous so I just I pay somebody to manage my account and I c- called them up to set up my yearly in a discussion with them and they said oh well we have to wait because you now have a new strategic portfolio advisor assigned to your account because it's gotten so big yeah <laughs> and i'll tell you what when fidelity tells you you have a strategic portfolio advisor it really makes you feel abundant that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, That's awesome. And I want to highlight, and I want you to speak to this. This is all while you were letting go, you were living in, it wasn't just letting go. And I think you described it in the beginning as stepping back, but really, and we've talked about it in, in a couple interviews ago, it was being who you wanted to be. It was really stepping into what do I want my life to look and feel like? Right. Which in some ways did mean pulling back on that pushing. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And um, yeah, so. There has been a lot of moving towards um, with him retiring, being able to go and visit my grandkids Mm -hmm. that are now two. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, learning to, that was a big deal of learning not to push because I had to sit back and wait for grandchild number one, who um, may have come along about the time we started working together. I think so. Because I think he's he's always, but he's always well, been there. I think so. But yeah, because like, he's well, five. He's always been, yes, yes, he's he was five and always a half. there. Yes, he's, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's not five and a half, but five and some. And I always wanted them to have a second one. But I had to not push because if I had pushed, I would have gotten pushed back.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. If I had pushed, it's likely that my son would have retreated from his desire to have a second child. (laughs) Just... (laughs) In that kid op- opposition way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, now I have a granddaughter, too. And she yay. started crawling today. Oh,
0: yay. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we've got an, uh, got opportunities now to do a lot more traveling. And I feel like um, I've had trouble doing coaching stuff sessions on the road you know Mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about how this is such a portable lifestyle well i have problems (laughs) i have weird technology issues coming from a technology person that's weird but (laughs) so this feels better this feels more like something i can do on the road this feels more like something i can do anytime what i what i want to do and it just all feels so much better. Amazing. It's That's
0: me. Awesome. It is you. Uh, and it's taken, tell us what it's taken or what you've gone through or how you've grown to get to that. It's me.
1: Uh, so I grew up in a family that believed in hard work. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents were both depression era children um, or teenagers. And World War II, my dad was a World War II veteran. My mom worked for the, the base and that's where they met. And so there was always this sense of you go to work every day, you, you do your work, you, you struggle through, um, and you don't take a lot of help, and um, even to this day, it's like, uh, you don't ask for things. <laughs> so, for, for me to trust the universe to provide has been really tough. It's been very tough to say it's not my job to deal with the outcome. It's my job to do the work. And that work is mostly inner mm-hmm. work. It's not, just, it's not just dig a ditch. It's become the person who can dig, dig a ditch, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm not ditch digging too much. <laughs> But not just to build a coaching business, but to become the person who has a business that helps women get through menopause. Mm -hmm. So becoming that person was a matter of stepping out and saying, oh, what should I be if I want to be a person who helps people deal with menopause? And a lot of people said to me, you you coach people. You become a coach. And so it really took learning that that's not what I love. <laughs> so while, yes, I, I do it, but the part of it I really love is teaching. Mm-hmm. The part, part of it is researching and learning something and putting it together in a format that somebody else can use.
0: Amazing. Yeah. And so it's taken, I'm going to say, taken showing up and doing the work so that you could actually see you to be you. Does that <laughs> kind of summarize what you just said? A yeah. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And your current self as well as the way that your future self has been showing up in the past couple months is much more trusting that everything will work out. So tell us a little bit more about that or how you're seeing that trust and what that means now versus maybe what you thought it meant at one point in your life.
1: So that's an interesting question. That's a way of tap, tap dancing and thinking of it before I answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've gone through a lot spiritually over my life. Um, from growing up in a very traditional household to being a very free spirited teenager to, um coming back to some really rather rigid religious traditions to saying it's all true. (laughs) And therefore, you get to pick and choose how you want to relate to the universe. Uh So if it's all true, um, then you can choose. And if you choose to allow the universe to just take care of you. (laughs) There's a whole lot of ease that comes with that. (laughs) Um, There's a whole lot of, you don't have to be rigid or you don't have to work as hard um, to allow it to happen. You don't have to be the one beating your head against the wall you can just show up every day and let let what happens happen does
0: that make sense yeah amazing and so is that trust that it's all going to come together does that make it easier to trust yes awesome
1: so trusting is it's like a muscle It is a muscle. (laughs) The more you trust, the easier it is to trust.
0: Yes. How much, tell us how that muscle has grown and and how did you get it to be strong over these last five years? (laughs) (laughs) How'd you work it out? (laughs)
1: well i I was probably the couch potato of trusters <laughs> <laughs> when I started <laughs> <laughs> you know I was pretty much um I didn't trust at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like like I have a rescue cat. <laughs> she takes a lot to get to trust <laughs> and i <laughs> um and I think I was probably a lot like her, where um, any little thing that went wrong was sent me skittering off mm-hmm. into another direction. And I think what happened is one of the one of the things that your work is so amazing about is showing us how the universe is showing up for us. Mm. So if you don't think it is, you don't see it. Mm -hmm. And if you turn around and you say, well, look what's happened. And I think the big, the huge, well, there's been a couple. (laughs) (laughs) The first was the day um what three years ago, four years ago, I don't even remember exactly when it was, but uh, I guess it was three years ago when I looked at my goals, sort of my goal for the year was to to have a business that brought in over a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. And I probably made about, I don't know, thirty thousand maybe that year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like just stop working. And then I turned around and looked and I had sold a piece of property for $65,000 and we had gotten an insurance settlement for $50,000 and I you and I got on a call one day and I said you want to, you know we want to know how much I've manifested this year and I said $115,000 that I didn't even count <laughs> I remember that. (laughs) And it was this amazing um, revelation that I didn't have to have manifested that in my business. Mm -hmm. I just manifested it. Mm. And then that next summer, I went out to Denver to hang out with you one evening and drink champagne, literally just for the evening. I yes. got stuck mm-hmm. in a rain in a thunderstorm that candles canceled my flight. And so you and I were sharing a hotel room, hotel suite in downtown Denver. And I was playing the um, scavenger hunt game at the mm-hmm. time with manifest 10 K. And I manifested $40. It wasn't my own. It was yours. (laughs) But you had lost both 20s. You had misplaced them. And I found the money gun had shot shot them to places (laughs) we hadn't found them yet. (laughs) I thought it was $20, but I just re-listened to that interview and it was $40. Yes. And it was like, oh, money just shows up. Doesn't matter whether it's mine or yours or whose, it just shows up. So that was like this huge revelation of about trusting money to show up. And the next day actually was even more fun because I went in and I paid for something with the $10 bill into a uh, Vending machine and got back all of these Sacagawea uh, dollar coins, and it was like, oh, they weren't even (laughs) on my list to show up, and I got seven of them. (laughs) And so that was really fun. And then this whole retirement thing was just Mm -hmm. sort of the last um, piece falling in place. Was just, hey. I don't know how he's going to retire, but he's going to retire soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's 185,000. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so it's all just sort of fallen into place. It's amazing.
0: I love it. And trusting is a process. It's you. You have to learn it a step at a time, right? Right. Yeah. Or just a moment. It comes from, oh, there's. There's $40. Ooh, I got this thing that I wasn't even looking for in the scavenger hunt. It's so fun. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Well, we are going to do sort of a five-year interview interview, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Anything that you want to share as
1: we wrap up today? Just that I'm doing some – well, this is going to come out in a while, so (laughs) – by then this is the the exciting stuff that i'm doing now will just be out there in the world and i just i was just sitting down writing a script for a lesson on the new course i'm creating what every woman needs to know about menopause and i just want to tell listeners change is is inevitable and the change that we go through at this time of our lives for women who are in their 40s and beyond contains so much possibility. Just trust that you are worthy of that yes. and that it's going to happen for you the way it's meant to play out.
0: Amazing. I love that. And that is the perfect place to wrap up today. Make sure to come back and check out Jean's five years in review, where we go back through and we look at what's here and what's not, and how that's changed, and how you're more clear, and all of these fun things that I have planned. After Jean's listened to her five years of interviews. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so amazing to hear myself.
0: Oh, it's such a, oh, I'm so excited that you have that. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you all for listening. And of course, John. thank you for sharing all of these moments in your journey with us. It is such an honor to get to share in the journey of coaching you, but also get to share in the celebration that we do on these interviews of how far you've come. Thank you so much, Cassie. This is A gift yay come back next time y'all and we'll talk to you soon thank you for joining us on the law of attraction manifesting success stories show to learn how to identify your current money story go to identifyyourmoneystory.com